Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning. This is Monster Podcast Podcast. Podcast. Episode 23. My name is George. I'm here with in the studio with John and Reese. Hello. 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 And Sean joins us on Skype via um, oh, via Skype from sunny Effingham. Hi, no, Sean. I'm in Sunderland, actually. No, you're not, are you? I am, yeah. I can see you. You're sitting in your front room with a West Ham <laughs> top on in front of a computer. All right. I'm, I'm at home, yeah. Quite Sorry. the opposite, if anything. Um, so it is match day. We're Boo. about to kick off in 20 minutes' Boo. time. So <laughs> we, we, uh, we're going to quickly run through the whole game because, you know, we've got lots to say about that. And then we're going to go away, watch the first half, come back for a half-time summary. And oranges. And oranges. Did you bring the oranges? Because we haven't got any. No, George, so. it's my right to boo if I want to, by the way. All right, well, I'm still trying to intro the Blooming Podcast, and then... You can't boo, you didn't even go. At the end of Shh. the game, we will be back to summarise the game in total and talk about the game, and, yeah. So, let's quickly run through the whole match. So, it was West Ham United 2, Hull City 1. Anyone <clears throat> famous for the boos at the end of the game <laughs> with... <despite laughs> half-time as well, did they boo at half-time, George? Uh, I don't know, yeah, probably... Well, that- that's what uh, Sam Allardyce suggested because he said it affected them second half. So how could it affect them second half if they weren't booed in the first half off? That's what he said. He said they came. He said when they came in at half time, they were talking more about the crowd yeah. than they were about the game. Blokes deluded. They need to get over themselves, don't they? I know. Yeah. Just play the game. Fifty grand a week, and they worry about a little bit of booing. Well, and that's just Sam Allardyce. <laughs> He's on more than 50 yeah, I say, More than that, isn't it? Zing. Um, so we had 44% possession, which is really good for a team with uh, one man extra. And Hull had 56% possession. We had 10 shots with three on target. And funnily enough, so did Hull. So the stats say that Hull were the better team. 
Which is, and they, they look like it as well. They did look like it very much so, and that's why it was such an embarrassing performance. The fact that we went down to 10 men so early on. Um, they went down to 10 men so early on. We, we got that goal and we just sort of sat back and let them attack us, which is... Well, they well, you, did, you probably expect that if we're away. He took a defender off, didn't he? He took a defender off and left two strikers up front. We didn't even consider bringing another striker on. Sean, you have your hand up as if you've got something yeah. to say. Question for the uh, former professional footballer, Rhys Jones. John. Oh, <laughs> yes. Fire it away. Is Little it man harder? In the box. Sam Allardyce would have us believe, and so would Kevin Nolan, that it's harder to play against ten men. True or false, Rhys Jones? Harder is it hard to play. Is it harder to play? Not, not for a team like Hull. At least give it a go. You, it was set up for a, a, a massive win, massive game, to put a right marker down and, and try the extra forward. So I it's not harder to play against 10 men. Well, it is and it isn't, depending on how set up. But Hull were down the bottom for a reason. And they're not as good a set up as, say, an Arsenal or Man, or, or Man City. See, I, I would imagine, for someone who's never been a professional footballer, I would imagine it's harder to play against 10 men. If they then take a striker off, leave the defence in play, and everyone defends sort of resolutely at the you know, from mm. the back But up. he didn't, did he? He took but off he a didn't. defender. He took a defender no. off, left the two That's strikers right. up. So, in real terms, there was space to be had. Oh, massively. We just didn't... He left us with our, our defensive outlay of our one striker up front all the time. Well, yeah. Long ball. You've got to ever. give him credit for that, though, Steve Bruce, because yeah. he thought oh, about absolutely. it. absolutely. Yeah, Steve Bruce. You've got to give him credit. Mm. Do you know Steve Bruce and Sam Allardyce are friends and they go away for with their wives on holiday each year? Do I they? didn't know that. Yeah, thanks for the well, that, So they both got they've both got one thing in common. Other than that, then they both got a, a, a massive dislike for West Ham. I think <laughs> Steve, Steve Bruce absolutely hates us. Yeah, and so does Sam Allardyce. I think Sam Allardyce genuinely dislikes he does. us. He does. He doesn't like us. He doesn't live in, like living yeah. down south. You can tell. Uh, he doesn't by, like the fans. You can tell just by his his facial expressions when he cupped his ear to the fans. He just thinks. Yeah, he just. Yeah, but that that that's the important thing maybe for this <laughs> podcast tonight, which is. Is there a way back for Sam Allardyce after he alienates the fans? I don't think there was ever a way in. He's ne- this He's is the point I've been trying to make. Is he? Sam's teams do not go down. They, this is true. Do they go don't go down. But, they, you know, look at Stoke with Tony Pulis. They sacked Tony Pulis and bought in Mark Hughes. Where did they finish mid-table last year, didn't they, Stoke? Yeah. And they sacked him because they'd had enough and they don't just want to be playing this shit football to stay up anymore. Yeah. But what, what Nigel Kahn says, and he's probably a little bit right on this, is Sam's teams do not go down, but after he leaves, the teams do go down. That's true, In other yeah. words, they're completely built around Sam Allardyce well, and yeah. after they leave, it's a one they're buggered. And one then they, they just go down afterwards. Team, isn't it? There's yeah. no plan B. So, you know, that's their problem. You know, if Sam Allardyce did go, that everyone's been calling for after that game and we don't want him next season, do we just fall apart because the whole team's been built around it? We won't be able to, you know, get rid of the whole team because they've got long contracts. We can't just buy them all out. Well, I mean, a lot of Anyway, them. we're getting ahead of ourselves, aren't we, George? Well, well we are. We're, we're not really, though, are we? Because, you know, we, we've talked about the stats. That's about all we've got to say about the game what, apart what from... Oh, long balls? Booing. Um, West Ham United, 64 mm. long balls. Hull City, 71. Long ball merchants. Most long balls for West Ham was Mark Noble. And oh, Holes was Noble. Ahmed El Mohammadi. And, and that was only because Ginge went after after eight minutes. Yeah. But then, so, so we, 
let's have it. I mean, George, you went, yeah? Yep. Both me and you, Sean, didn't go. No, we didn't. I went we by myself. I, I watched it on stream, and to be honest yeah. with you, be, I, I mean, I didn't get any real notice of the booing and stuff because I didn't watch the end of it. I did, I sort of half the time I'd I watched as well. Oh, yeah, I watched the Liverpool game. <laughs> yeah. It was just yeah, no, so. I, I felt the Liverpool game. I was switching between the two. Yeah, but, and, it's, and I it's, mean, I did see most of it, but the Liverpool. I mean, game as a West Ham fan, it's just it's it's demoralising to actually feel that way, isn't it? You just like you're it watching is, it, yeah. and you're just like, oh, watching this. I just it's just life's too short, isn't it? But do we have a right? Do fans? Does it help booing? You know what David Gold said today on Twitter. He said, "Of course, it's a, a fan's right to boo, but has booing ever helped snatch a victory at the end? What What is the point of booing? I mean, personally, I don't." And Adrian Dyer made the point that, yeah, of course it has. There must be somewhere in the world once where that's where the team's been booed and they yeah, turned the game. I don't on think itself. neither of us, John, you haven't booed. No, I don't boo, but it wasn't. I don't boo. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have yeah, booed. I, if I, I don't was there. boo. I don't. It it, I just yeah, don't yeah. see the point. But booing essentially is is basically a culmination of of frustration and you end up it's an it is outlet isn't it and, and it's a natural outlet so you can't blame people for booing culmination of frustration yes procrastination <laughs> everyone yeah. says I'm, I'm really glad I didn't go unfortunately a member of my family wasn't very well so and I know you weren't very well John but we I think we missed a cracking game didn't we giving up our whole evening getting back probably at about what time did you get back midnight George no, you got back quite early, George. I was home by off ten because I left fifteen <laughs> minutes left before the end. You missed the booing out of. I did miss the booing. You refused to be booed, and you refused to protested by the booing. We've got what gets me is then the, the, the press reaction and all this stuff you then see is like the what are the world the West Ham fans think they are and well, no. but, and you get all that, but we don't. You don't have to play that type of football. We don't expect to win anything. We don't expect to to be top of the league. We just we'll be happy with a mid table stability, just playing a half decent attacking brand of football and Which is exactly odd, what Stoke have done. Yeah, the odd cut run. You look at teams like you know, teams like well even Hull, you look the way they played with the two strikers up yeah. front. I'd yeah. rather watch that and have a go. Allardyce says it's sort of my way or you go down, but it's not true, is it? My even, way or the highway. Look, look look at Southampton, look at Swansea when they yeah. had Brendan Rodgers. I mean, Southampton's an absolute... I mean, where, where's our academy these days? Where's all the young players coming through the academy? Where's, you know, there's so many things that... Well, Elliot Lee signed, that was a good start. Yeah, that, that is, is good. good. Elliot yeah. Lee did yeah. sign. about that. Mm. Uh, but, but someone said it wasn't very kind, but they said... Actually, if you look at it, it wasn't Tony Carr that bought through all the good people. It was someone under Tony Carr. It was, it was Nigel who said it. I can't remember who the guy's name is. But he was saying, after he left, our academy's not been as good. Yeah, well, we haven't, we haven't produced. We haven't got a, a queue of young players coming through. Look at Southampton. You know, you look at Everton. You look at the young players coming through these academies. Where's ours? Yeah. Let's read, read you a quote. Pulis is now at Crystal Palace. Well, this is from a Daily Mail article, by the way. Pulis is now at Crystal Palace, where he's doing another superb job, and the fans love him because survival is the sole motive. That was the case at West Ham last season, but now the fans expect more. Not much more, not true glory or a cascade of trophies, but football that suggests progress and not a treadmill of grim battles. I thought that was a very, very right. I mean, well-written article. Sam has won job. He's and he can it, proven every single time. If you look at his record, he is good at getting teams mid-table, not cup runs, not winning cups, not getting Europe. He's done it maybe once for for Bolton, 
but he's good at getting survival and mid-table. And I think that's where we finish. But I think we want more than that. Going towards Olympic Stadium, we want more. We want a cup run. We want maybe to try and nick that um, European, last European I'm not, place. I'm not bothered about Europe. I just, I just, the occasional cup run. And attractive football. And attractive football. And, and you know... To beat, to beat, no, not that either. <laughs> to beat, to, to beat a Chelsea, to beat a Man United every now and again, to to have someone like Man United come up to our place and not watch that game that we watched against Man U the other week, where it was just pointless. You mm. just knew that we weren't going to do anything. Anyway, I've realised we're only a few minutes away from the game. Uh, we haven't done predictions for, uh, or have we, for... Sunderland. I don't know. Did we not do it last week? No, no. I we think didn't. we only did whole. Well, you weren't even here, so. Yeah, but we only did. I did listen. Thanks for all the jibe. Yeah, no, thank you, Sean, for giving it to us. <laughs> <laughs> so we should do. We should do predictions because we're only about five minutes away from kickoff. We're at ten minutes, but yeah, go on then. Yeah, I was doing that for theatre, but there you go. What's, what's your uh, prediction? My prediction is nil nil. Nil nil. John. Mm. Mm. Well, I don't think either team scored many goals. I think it could be, yeah, as good as I reckon we might actually lose one nil. Yeah, I I personally see it a loss. I'm gonna go for one nil as well. I'm gonna go Reece. for a thrill thriller. Thrill thriller. <laughs> thriller. It's that bad a dire um, situation. Both teams. Whilst we're doing predictions, I did ask earlier. I told everyone what our plan of action was tonight and asked for their predictions. So Alex. Dudziak says 2-1 win and then comma and then boo. <laughs> Toby Fisher says, dare I say it, nil-nil. Roy Francis says, same shit, different day, 2-1 win. Rob <laughs> Needham says, 4-0 West Ham. <laughs> Terry Bond says, I predict champagne football and a good performance from the boys. So we shall see. Shall see. Next, actually, is what it says oh. it's on the yeah. screen right well, what's, now. I haven't even. I've been busy, so I haven't even seen the team. But I assume it's all the same. It's exactly the same. Reed. Sure, yeah. apart except from Reed. Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And well, you're wearing I, the same colour kit. That's, that's really. Yeah. No. Well. Someone, uh, DJ Leon, mm. tweeted me and said, "Why did I buy the third kit? It looks like they're never going to play on it. Feel ripped off." And uh, I can feel for the people who bought that. Is it black third kit? Yeah, black. Yeah, never saw uh, blue. So uh, it looks like they're never going to wear it. Which Kit, is a kits are very topical today, aren't they? With the England top ninety pounds, but I looked at an article about that as well, and they're not the most expensive for international teams. Italy's Italy charge one hundred and twenty six pounds for theirs. Do they, George? Yeah, at least they win the World Cup every now and again. Do you want oh, me to often. say? Well, let's see what the gaffer has to say to, yeah, to lead in. Say to that, Colin. So say that now. Let's hear what the gaffer had to say about the whole match when we booed. That reaction from the West Ham fans at the end, it was hardly euphoric, was it? I mean, does that disappoint you? I saw you shake your head and sort of cup your hand to well, your I, ear. I've never been in a place where a woman got booed, put it that way, in the 20... Sorry, well, let's go farther back than that. Let's go, I started at 16, got in the first team at 18, and I'm 59 now. So I've never been at a place where as a player or a manager where we've won and I've got booed. So the, the, the trouble was at half-time, the players were talking more about the fans booing them than they were about the game. So I had to do a real job on the, the team at half-time. And, you know, fans affect players. You know, good or bad, they affect players. You have to, they have to understand that. And, you know, we don't, we don't need them to be getting on the players' backs when we've come off the back of 
of three defeats, you know, whether they like what they're seeing or not, they've got to stay behind the team and they've got to help them win. And uh, certainly at half-time, like I said, the players were more distracted by what was happening off the field than on it. And I had to make sure they kept focus on the field and uh, came back well because obviously it was a big blow for us, the deflected goal. Uh, a little bit of good fortune from all City, but uh, we got the own goal, which was fortunate for us, and we've won it. And then tomorrow we wake up, we forget about the, the performance and look at the table and say, you know, we're glad we are where we are. We've played a lot better than that and not won. Um, and we haven't played so well today and won. So at the end of the day, what matters the most? Winning matters the most. Is it that fans have got unrealistic expectations? What's your no, interpretation no, 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 of that greeting? Unrealistic expectation. I mean, it's just the way. Just the way they they they're frustrated. You know, I'm frustrated. You know, I get frustrated. I want the players to play better. I want the players to take advantage more of ten men. But you, you don't at this level. This level, people are organised. People, you know, are uh, nitty gritty. People uh, wait for an opportunity to suck you in and overextend yourself and try and. Um, try and exposure in with ten men. Like I said, you know we've gone away uh, at, from home at Cardiff and won with ten men. Had to defend for the last thirty-five, forty. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Two minutes with ten men. We had to defend, you know, for sixty, sixty, seventy minutes here uh, with ten men against Swansea who never had a shot on target. So. It's not an easy task when you play against 10 men and we have won and we should all be very grateful for that. And in the end, uh, it's three, three incidents where we've had the goal on the penalty, uh, the sending off, we've had the deflected goal from Uddleston and then we've had an own goal uh, to, uh, to win it for us. So it's a huge, huge three points for us. Uh, takes us above all today, takes us closer to the... The safety margin, we're in single figures, 31 games now, 34 points. We keep that distance in points per games. We're, we know we're safe and start to build for next season, but we've got to try and do it as quick as we can. Decisions haven't always gone your way this season, obviously, but did that sending off for Hull go for you tonight? Would you, would you concede that? Um, well, it was a penalty. Um, it was a sending off, but there is some suspicion of an hand by Modi Army. Um, but yet again, 
we went to Wall City early on in the season. They got a penalty they shouldn't have got, and then we didn't get a penalty we we should have got. Uh, so all have had one go against us. Whereas when we went to all outplayed them, we had two decisions go against us on the day and ended up losing one nil. So at least one's gone in our favour for a change. And um, uh, if uh, Mike Dean didn't see the handball, then there's uh, there's little he could do about it. But certainly the penalty is is definitely a penalty. But you've definitely been an advocate of technology for quite some time, Sam, haven't you? Yeah, two two or three shots by the managers per game means that we could. We could ask the, uh, the technology to have a look at the incident and get, get more decisions right. But it's obviously never going to happen in my time, I don't think. So uh, we, we have to be grateful, I suppose, for just even goal line technology now. But, uh, you know, certainly today was, uh, was a tough, tough old night for us. And having come on the back of three defeats on the trot, um, it, was, it was always going to be tough. Um, but we've, uh, we've won it and that's what matters. You're on 34 points now. That's four off your target of 38. You're nearly there, aren't you? We are nearly there. We have another massive game on Monday at, um, at Sunderland. Um, we've got a couple of illnesses and a couple of injuries that we didn't want. Um, Winston Reid couldn't be chosen today, but I have to say Roger Johnson did a great job coming off the bench. Uh, Ginge pulled his calf. Um, so... We don't want any more injuries um, than we've already got, and we want to obviously take a lot of confidence from this result and, and go to Sunderland and get a result, really. don't like his attitude. <laughs> don't like what, I don't like the way he talks. It was a five-minute interview on this one, and he did... He did uh, it was a bit defensive, don't you think? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Just like his team. Anyway, we are minutes away from kickoff now. We are about to go and watch the first Bubble half time. of Sunderland versus West Ham. Come on, you Irons. For more entertaining and Come on, you constructive Irons. football, um, we Three will be more back. points under the Aladici. We will be back uh, <laughs> for, <laughs> you, for you in, in seconds, but for us in 45 minutes to review the first half. Time Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. And we're back straight Boom. fresh from Boom. the half-time whistle. It was booing at half-time, actually. It was booing, but not from West Ham fans. Uh, it was West Ham uh, fans very Gus happy. Boye being booed by the Black Cats. The score is West Ham... Well, Sunderland nil, West Ham 1. Andy Carroll scored the header from the corner. Yeah. About nine goal. minutes, I think it was. Uh, doing what he does best, winning headers. I tweeted it out just after, and it's been retweeted by Rusty Rockets, Russell Brand, to his 7.6 million followers. Unfortunately, a lot of them are not West Ham fans, so they're given a lot of grief. I hope you're going to be all right, Sean. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put up with it, as long as we win. Um, John, what, what do you think we're doing well? What do you think we're not doing very well? I think it's all right. It's, you know, it's an away performance. It's just the sort of performance that we get week in, week out, so... Yeah, we, hang on. What do you mean away performance? We get this at home and That's away. That's what I'm saying. It's what we get week in, week out. There's no tiki-taka. No tiki-taka, tiki-taka. That smooth passing game. acceptable to some degree away from home. He'll be, he'll be happy as Larry old Allardyce, mm. Aladici, watching this game. Yeah, it's just about, I bet you we've got about 40% of possession. In so. fact, why don't we just look that up, George? Yeah, so I thought we, um, apart from the goal, no, we've had, we've had nothing really to talk about, have we? 
Really? Uh, well, we got lucky, I would say, because they... Uh, who was it who, who had the shot with his left foot and completely fluffed it? They should have... They equalised. They've also got away with a, a handball by Kevin Nolan. Yeah. Uh, there was another one in there, wasn't there, with uh, Tompkins. Uh, maybe... Uh, Noble could have had a second yellow and got sent off. So yeah, lots of positive things to take away from the first half, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Magic gamble, gamble on the flick-ons, gamble, gamble on the flick-ons, and put the ball in the box. We were winning one nil away from home. We're rubbish. I've said this before. We're rubbish. No, no, sorry. Let me finish. We're rubbish at holding on to a lead. We can't hold on to a lead. That's our problem. I we worry are. when we go 1-0 up after that's 9 minutes hold on for 81 minutes, John. That's well, that's what we can do. That's the, that's the sort of team we are. We're that sort of we should bring on Roger the relegator. Don't need to to change how it is. Because they're trying to muck about with it at we the We should back. take Andy Carroll off and put on Roger the relegator and have like 11 at the back. Just that's the main tactic. basis of most of the goals <laughs> is going the 1-0 up and trying to change yeah, I know. especially away that can't be right Sunderland have had 88% position <laughs> that's, that can't be right no. oh dear Sean you're right. is, that, is that what it says on BBC no on BBC they haven't got live stats I bet they have who's that from who's got they've live got stats? one from 2025 this is from a website called Soccerway. oh that will be rubbish let me do it for you George so you, now you talk Go on, George. Go okay. On. Um, Let him finish. I, I didn't hear what I didn't hear what Sean said. So he was just saying that we're no good at holding on to a lead, but I think we are. I think we can be very difficult to break down in such a circumstance, mm. and we might just nick this one nil now. I've changed my negative one nil loss. Oh, well, it's not okay. going to be one nil loss now, is it? Okay. No. Can I give you the scores and doors at half time? Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunderland have got 62% possession and West Ham have 38% possession. (laughs) Sunderland have had seven shots, uh, one of them on target, and West Ham have had five, but uh, three on target. Uh, I won't go into the corners and fouls because you really would start to slit your wrists. Well, let's see. Yeah. Yes, let's be back. Come on, you are. Hold on. Woohoo! Hold on. Eleven. Eleven with 37 points, 32 games played. We were 11. Are we safe now? Are we safe? One more. One more win. We don't need another win. We're safe. We're safe. John, what do you think? Uh, I think that'll probably be it, to be honest, yeah. Okay. We won't Before win we... against Liverpool and we're unlikely to get anything from... Uh, che- uh, not Chelsea. The other one we play red in North London. Uh, Arsenal. <laughs> 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 oh, the voice of a master. Um... What, what did we, we think? What did we think then of the performance? It was a nervous watch, wasn't it? Never an easy watch. Never an easy watch. Or mine, or mine. The fog on the times, or mine. It was a good goal. The second one. It was a ball at the top, gamble and shot. Yeah, it looked like a little bit of a lucky goal, though. It, it looked like what? Sorry. A little, of a, a little bit of luck in the army's goal. Well, he created the luck with the shot. Mm. 
the goalkeepers should have done better in my view. No, well, I think I think we deflected the other side, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought we'd done very well to hang on. Uh, it was a bit of a nervous watch at the end. Adam, well, yeah, Adam at least Johnson. it was exciting. The only thing I will say is the first half was absolutely boring, apart from the goal. At least you look like you're half asleep half. already, Sean. The second half was a bit more exciting, wasn't it? Although probably for the wrong reasons, we just let them come to us all day long. We let them; they put it up us all forty-five <laughs> minutes. Well, <laughs> anyway, it's a win. It's what we wanted. Did you yeah, see you the, the the smug smile and the jab of the hut um, impression that Sam Allardyce did at the end? He put he punched the air to the West Ham fans. Yeah, but he, did, he put his tongue out as he does, looking like Jabba the Hutt from Star Wars, and sort of gave a cheeky you little. You don't look smug. too dissimilar to Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> that's not that's Ooh. not un, untrue. Um, Although Johnny's getting there quite fast as well. Do you have the stats, <laughs> Sean? Vanishes are set because yes, I do. Would you like <laughs> to know them? Yeah, please. please. Yes, please. Uh, so the load possession is 61% at 90 minutes and West Ham managed 39% which is less than we usually do which is around about 40% or 45% uh, Sunderland 26 shots 7 of them on target West Ham only managed 11 shots 6 on target so there you go but um, Roger the relegator obviously came on and, and steaded up the back four Amaro well, you could say he's just that? relegated another team hasn't he yeah. securing that win. They just set off too much. Yeah, it just seems just too much. difficult, you know, when he, when he does take off. I know we're, we're defending for our lives. One more win has probably kept us up. But, you know... As, they as could have equalised. We, we were a bit lucky. But, yeah, but uh, as a watch, it was, again, yeah, difficult. Dowling should have made it 3-0 and that was it. He should have done. He should have done. Down yeah, I think that was a good save, though. Bar his last 20 minutes, I thought that's the best I've seen of Dowling. Yeah, on the whole, I think we deserved it. Yeah, well, you know. yeah, it was a good, it was a good away performance. But as we said earlier, that, that's that's what we've been getting at home as well. Yeah. Anyway, onwards and upwards, another away, season away. of Premier League away. football. Well, we don't know that yet. Don't jinx it. But yeah, yeah it's looking, no, it's looking good. guaranteed. Um, so let's quickly, <laughs> quickly do a fantasy league update and then predictions for Liverpool, and then we're done. So, Sean tops the league, of course, with two thousand and fifty-seven points. I've dropped down all the way down to ninth. Oh, George! Oh, I know. Go, mate. With uh, dropped. 1924 points. John's down only one place to 20th. Uh, that's with 1857 points. And uh, Reese stays at 85th. So you haven't oh, dropped. I haven't dropped. You just, you just hung on in there. I don't know how I've dropped. If I had Although there's an awful mention after Reese. Did you see that? Uh, yep, with 1517 points, which is four above Nigel Khan. And He's then four below Reese, so Nigel Khan. Nice. What's that? Right, okay. And uh, then 120th and in last place is Charlie Manley with 975 I don't points. think Charlie's trying anymore. No, me either. I think he's given up. Or she. Who knows? Um, we don't have any Facebook. Facebook. No, there isn't because, sure? because we, talk, we talked about um, the game and asked predictions for the game. Was, was there none that came in late since you checked? No, obviously not. Nope. Um, so it just leaves us to predict the score for Liverpool now. So we all got the Sunderland game wrong. I did, mm. which I'm glad. Mm. Uh, but I think we can afford to have one hell of a beating 
I think uh, I think we'll take one hell of a beating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We take. I, I think we're going to. We... I think we're going to win one nil. Andy oh. Carroll header. It would be funny, wouldn't it? With his yeah. history. And Stuart Downing cross. Carroll header. A strong defensive display by Tomkins and Reed. And that's it. That would be that be Reed's little farewell to West Ham. Try and get in position at um, Liverpool next summer. And I, there you go. I think we're seeing your Tifa offside, Luis Suarez. He get really angry. He knock out uh, Andy Carroll, and he gets sent off. But they yeah. still win. But they still win seven nil. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm going to go for a 3-0 loss. I can't see a scoring. And with those two and Sterling on form as they are, and Coutinho now as well, mm. um, I can't see us oh, They do look on. good. They've yeah. got so much pace up front, haven't they? They're just Dangerous. 4-1 loss. Their defence isn't so strong. I just think that Carroll will, Carroll will be right up for it and they won't be able to deal with Carroll. I mean, they beat us last year, didn't they, with um, John Joe Shelby scored, didn't he? Yeah. John Joe Shelby... Yeah, don't forget we went to Anfield, didn't we? Our we little did. day yes, on Anfield. We did. Well, I did we forget that, actually. Did we lose 3-1 or something like that? 4, wasn't it? We lost. Four, one. <laughs> we lost. We scored, we scored a goal, though. It was an own goal. Uh, it was an adventure, wasn't it? Because the train got cancelled on the way home and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, well, I think... Um, it did get... One thing you didn't mention, it got really foggy in the second half. <coughs> and we were singing... Uh, Fog on the Tyne. Did you find the song to play us out on Fog on the Tyne with Gaza or not? I didn't, know. No. We oh. weren't going to bother Sean. Thanks, anyway. Uh, I'm just okay. trying to put more work your way, George. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Sean. Okay. Anyway, that, I think that's it for Mondays Podcast Podcast. A late this night week. podcast. We are mm. feel very, very strange. How, how many minutes have we got in the bag, George? Uh, just over 30, so a solid, solid amount. Yeah. Yeah. It's a short one this week, then. Well, it is, but, you know, we, we watched a match in, in between it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. it's long for us. Long for us. Anyway, thank you for listening to Wondrous Podcast Podcast. Podcast. I have been George. Sean's been... Sean. John has been... Here. And Reese has been... Sitting. Mainly. Mm-hmm. Eating garlic bread. Mm. Anyway, we won. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Come, Come on, irons, you. Be safe. Be safe. Shepherd's pie. Carrots. <laughs> Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast.